So, who wants to recap what all happened last session? If somebody else wants to do the stuff before we all showed up and I got actually into the scene, because I remember that there was discussion. I think it was between Millie and Angel on the way to Marin's place. I think it was actually Millie and Isabel. Yeah, they were carpooling. Mostly what I remember is I was not allowed to text with the hot stranger, but that's because he's very evil and me liking him is a red flag. Yes. Yeah, Isabel was like, don't do that. You're probably going to die if you do. Please don't. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean... Wouldn't be the worst decision that's happened tonight. I mean, Mm. look, liking the wrong guy got her killed in the first place. She's doing great, all things considered. That statement worries me, Brianna. Uh, That said, we picked up some stuff that was needed. Yes, we picked up musical instrument supplies. Yes. Strings and reeds, probably just, you should have a bag full that you delivered to Winmer. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Got those checking things off the shopping list. Love that for everyone. Mm-hmm. And then we learned that the stranger has like stolen someone's body. And so unfortunately, yeah, that's yeah. creepy and weird. Bart's been possessed. Not that we can't. It would be a bad idea to just murder him. Unless you have someone who can revive them afterwards, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, then you'll have a really... His grandma really pissed at you, and she's kind of scary in her own right. Yeah. She's a member of the community. We would rather not have issues with her. I don't think anything else, like, major happened before we all met up. I went through all of his books (laughs) and plans and kind of, he's sus of Angel a bit. (laughs) You poked around and found all of the hints and signs of the plans that they have to have a completely legal, irrefutable shift of power in the city away from the old men to people who actually care about the people in Oak Ridge. Also, the old men have been running this town since the 50s. They need to retire. Um, so we showed up, and Lisa Ward is there, who is sister to the police officer who is also head of the Lycan. There you go. Yeah, her sister Denise is the official leader, but Denise, Lisa, and their brother Clark kind of lead together. And we definitely met up with Theodore Marin, who has been faking having magic since the 60s. Well, the main upshot of that is that the old men's magic is not necessarily innate. It is purely derived from access and study of the grimoire. That's kind of the real technical crux of it, which means that, like, you know, they still obviously have all of their political connections, all of their access to the various magical accoutrement that you accumulate when you are a powerful individual in a uh, magical world. But if we can take the book, they're just going to bleed out. And that's fun. You know, there are some hard limits and some ways that, well, theoretically, things could be drained. There's uh, some play space in there. 
Y'all don't know this, but the bug might have gotten defaced last night. Well. Love to hear it. Within the past 30 minutes. Great. It got defaced. Great. I, that is not what happened in the last session, but what has happened recently is that there are some rather scattered and potentially concerning texts from, from Kyle and Hess. We also had the upshot of talking with Theodore Marin was that George agreed to provide a vibe booster amulet is what I wrote yeah. down. Some sort of amulet boosting or per- helping with providing power. Yeah, to help him up his limited ability to do magic for the next day, which is either going to be on its way to be delivered or be delivered to him in the morning. We also found out that the memorial for Cassandra will be tomorrow and that the stranger will be there to give a speech and that the tether that is helping the stranger stay here is in a vault in the lab that the old men higher ranking the higher ranking old men and the stranger can all access. Although I get the feeling it's not there anymore. Was in a vault in the lab. <laughs> Maybe in a couple of pieces. Hmm. Yeah. I imagine around the time y'all hear the howling outside is when some of those texts start coming through and you realize, um, well, the tether's not there anymore. And then, oh no, are there any other highlights we need to hit before we dive in? The last note I have is wolf battle, exclamation point, cliffhanger, exclamation point. Angel kind of revealed her position uh, as what she is, as a sworn. Yeah. I know Windward was concerned about that. I was about to say Windward's entire opinion of Angel definitely shifted in that moment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're not in a good space. I don't know that I've got the extra bandwidth right this minute to help, but we'll talk about it. Because you need out of there. That sounds... That that sounds not great. At the very least, some inquiries need to be made. And you were wrapping up the conversation. You hear the sound of howls outside, and Theodore immediately looks to Lisa, and she looks pale, and she's like, those aren't ours. That's not the pack. So it has to be the outsiders. Of course it is. I don't know. Would any of y'all be aware of who that is? Does anyone want to roll to put a face to a name to see if you're familiar? Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. What's yeah. the circle? There's a knight. I now have a thing where I can roll a, to put a face to a name with mine, no matter what. Nice. I got a six on that, so that's a no... I got a 12. I got a four. I got a rock. (laughs) (laughs) Isabel, I feel like your mind immediately goes to just a bunch of different fey entities that that could be. However you react to that is a question when you're also probably thinking of a different subset of what an outsider could be. Have your own reaction to that as you will. But for Millie and Angel, you know that the pack in Oak Ridge is pretty welcoming of any wolves as long as they agree to basically be good people, essentially. You gotta, like, take care of the community, make sure, like, no one gets hurt on full moons, just... You gotta pass the vibe check. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, you gotta pass the vibe check. And there have been some who came through who were not about that life. They wanted to exert their dominance. They wanted to be able to expand territory. They wanted to be the monsters that they think everyone thinks they are. And so they were not allowed to live in the city. Because that could be too dangerous, too problematic with the already kind of weird power structure the city has. Not to mention it's a small town and we don't want a bunch of people coming trying to figure out why there is a monster that seems to have escaped from the lab because then certain people will start looking at the lab and it's just not a good time. Also, they're just not likable. They're not nice people that you want to deal with. They're the assholes who built into the whole alpha thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kinda. They're the jerks that will, like, just drive by on their bikes and slash your tires just for the giggles of it, no matter who gets hurt. Mm -hmm. They're not great. So they're not allowed in the city. And the city thing has been pretty good about keeping them out. And what does the big numbers y'all got get you? I think it's on a 10 plus learn something interesting or they owe you a debt. It wouldn't be the whole pack of outsiders that would owe you a debt, but if you want them to owe you a debt, you can have like one within the group owe you a debt. I'll take that. Okay. I'd rather give me something interesting and useful. So for Angel, they act as sort of mercenaries sometimes. Like they'll, if you offer them money or power or some kind, something that will benefit them, you can you can buy their loyalty to an extent. And for Millie, I don't know why would one of them owe you a debt? What do you think they owe you a debt for? Well, Millie does have sort of an imports business, so if they needed something, there's that. Millie likes to eat people, so there's also that. And there's also the fact that Millie's theater has worked as sort of a safe place for outsiders. And I think her definition of outsiders is a little more all-encompassing of just people who don't fit in. So one of them might have taken refuge there while figuring stuff out. I'm gonna say there was one who was part of the sort of unofficial pack that formed outside of the city. And when they left, they barely made it out alive and ended up having to escape into Oak Ridge and eventually ended up sheltering at your theater because they didn't know where else to go, couldn't quite get to the neutral territory, yours was closest. So you helped them kind of get back on their feet and maybe help them adopt a new look that would get them out of town and get them somewhere else. Okay. Or maybe they even live in Oak Ridge now. But you were able to help get them out of there. You don't know exactly where they are, but you have a way to contact them if you ever need help. Great. Do you want to give me a name or should I just come up with one? What's a good wolf name? Javier. Okay. He used to be part of the pretty tough pack, and now he's... He's probably still around. He was smart. He just 
needed a minute. But he's part of the outsider pack now. So kind of the way I'm picturing it is there's like a core pack that's kind of like a mercenary group, but then there might be other like scattered outsiders. He is not part of the group that you would hire as a mercenary per se, but he's in the area. So he probably still has some connections or some awareness of them, but um, you got him out of the gang life. Got it. Essentially. The only thing I can think of to name up is Blood Pack, and I'm like, that's a Mass Effect reference. It works. <laughs> it does. <laughs> All right. Cool. Noted. What's everyone doing? As you hear these howls, they're distant enough to where you're not immediately worried, but I'm not sure how long they'll stay away. So who here do they have a beef with? Lisa just struggles like I I don't know. I mean they never come like they never come in and announce themselves like this. Unless I mean unless they were hired in that case they could be going after anyone in this room. Well Theodore pipes in, well it's we noticed you guys sniffing around. It's not too much of a stretch to think someone else might have, too. I will say, we are in one person's house. It's not like this is neutral territory we're meeting up in. So what's your slush fund look like, Marin? I was prepared if one of the other old men tried to pull something, but I wasn't exactly prepared to have to flee from my house in the middle of the night on tonight of all nights. Oh, no, I'm talking about paying them off. They're a mercenary thinking group. You pay them enough money, they'll feck off and forget their other orders. Let me go check my safe. I'll see what I have on me, and he gets up and disappears into another room, and See Lisa's on her phone, she's texting, trying to, sending messages around, like, what is everyone else doing? How are people reacting? It might be a bit disconcerting, Angel reaches into the back of her waistband and is checking her Beretta. Yeah. Good call. I think Millie is also pulling out her Walther. Winbird's sitting there listening to the coke sizzle and it's just like well seems like everybody's packing some sort of heat except for me how lovely do you want my gun again because i can do other things oh no i think i'll <laughs> i think I, I can manage you can borrow mine if you need and then angel like reaches out with her offhand and like reaches into nothing and then comes back with a long dark staff Mm, yes, no, you all keep a hold of your tools. I have my own my own ways of dealing with things. But is this a situation that we are in fact going to be able to talk our way out of? The amount of money aside, um, I would be unsurprised to learn that our opposition is rather well funded. Well, in this day and age, cash on hand is not necessarily what most people, especially in our community, traffic in. I got Venmo. <laughs> That's traceable. What kind of mercenary takes traceable money? If we had artifacts that, be, that we'd be willing to trade, that would probably count, but 
Does anyone have anything they'd be willing to part with? The staff slides back into whatever non-dimensional space it came out of. (laughs) (laughs) I am also very scary. You are, yes. Lovely. May come down to that. Are there any other assets that we have? Or is it perhaps time to go to ground? Well, I mean, I could call my friend who is on the outside edges of the Outsider Pack and see if he's heard anything about what they want if they're not here yet. Right, if they're not here yet and they've warned us that they're coming, Mm. potentially they want something that may be a good call to make. So I guess uh, Millie's going to pull out her phone and call Javier. I say it's as you're pulling it out, you just hear Lisa softly say if she's... She's been texting back and forth on her phone. You just hear her say, holy shit, are you kidding me? Hmm? Apparently someone broke into the vault and... And they think it was some kind of demon because there's like... Ten reported dead so far? Windward has has their phone out, looks and it is reading through old messages and is like, ah, uh, yes, yes, that um, that was my uh, that was my boyfriend and their best friend and oh, oh, well, hmm, hmm, they're having a lovely time. Everything's everything's fine. I do appreciate that the uh, picture of. Uh, demon form came to everybody because I've definitely not met them yet so all I've seen is the demon form (laughs) your boyfriend very hot yes great news that's see now that's a new that's a new look oh Mm, mm. fantastic (laughs) I look forward to meeting him he's been holding out on me we will have words. When Murd is momentarily very distracted. <laughs> no, matter at hand. Matter at hand. Um, that hopefully doesn't have to wait too long, but we'll have to wait for now. Unless... Lisa, do you happen to know if there's a back way out, a secret way we can maybe get to our cars and leave? To keep our options open? I mean, they've got the side door and the back door where we don't exactly have a secret way out of here, but if you could kind of skirt around a couple of buildings, it is dark out, so you could get to your cars or just, you know, make a break for it and pedal to the floor. House like this in this neighborhood, if we were to go out the front door, nobody would ever expect it. Yeah, for real. (laughs) No one goes in the front door. No one. Angel's going to stick close to Marin wherever he went off to. He's gone off, like, down the hallway just a little bit to his bedroom, and you could hear him buttering to himself, and... He seems very stressed out. Fair enough. But, Billy, you were going to reach out to Javier? You doing phone call? Text? We can do either, whichever you would prefer. I feel like a call is going to be more immediate. I imagine I would call yeah. just because I would want like that fast response as opposed to a text which could be left on red. Yeah. True. Uh, so I believe that would be counted as rolling to hit the streets. Okay. Even though you're technically not leaving. Sure. 
So you will be rolling with night. Excellent. We love this. Eight. Alright, on a hit, they're available and have the stuff, which is your answers. On a seven to nine, choose one. Whoever you're going to is juggling their own problems, or whatever you need is more costly to anticipate it. I'll take the cost. I'm fine with owing Javier since he owes me. Did you call and he picks up? Hey, yeah, what's up? Hey, Javier. So nice to hear from you. Let's catch up soon. But also, there's a group of outsider uh, wolves that are on their way. We're hanging out with Mr. Marin at the moment. Don't happen to know what they want, why they're coming, what I need to know. I mean, Billy, you know I do a lot of things for you, but it's... Even out of the pack, it could be dangerous to talk about pa that pack business. Sure, sure, but you see, pack business could leave me dead, so... Well... You know I don't like to be the person who says you owe me one, but you do. You did help me big time, but you're also asking me for big risks, so... What if I write you a cute little IOU in text form, and... You just tell me, and then nothing bad happens to me, and we just sort that out later. If I help you, mm. can you help another friend of mine get out? Of course. As long as they're as well-behaved as you were and don't, you know, eat my friends. Uh, they're, they're a good kid. They just somehow got in over their head, and they're really needing a way out right now. Something's got them real spooked. Happy to help, but you help me first. I'll tell him to swing by our theater at some point, but there's a bit of a pause. You can always picture them kind of looking around to make sure no one's listening. And a word on the street is some stranger came and was speaking to the pack about a month or so ago. Came to start talking to him and. They have since been boasting that they're going to be the new power in the city. Mm. Whoever it is pulling their strings is offering them a controlling interest in Oak Ridge if they help. That's the current power structure. Also, I don't think any of y'all can hear this unless you have it on a speaker. I don't think Millie thought to do that. It's very much up to her ear. But she is making a lot of faces and just being like, mm hmm None of that is news to me. So, you're saying maybe the stranger hired the outside wolves to come after Marin? Is that what we're feeling here? I think that we're going after a couple of people. My bet is, since I've heard that the stranger's in pretty tight with the old men, probably going after people who would threaten their power. Hmm... Going after other influential figures, I don't see a reason they'd want to take out his supporters. Fair. Fair. So, do the outsiders, you think, have beef with the insiders? The, the in Oak Ridge pack? Most of them very much do. Some of them have beef with very specific members of the pack. Because, I mean, can you blame them? I mean, I know most of them are terrible and there's a good reason they shouldn't be in the city, but also it kind of sucks living out in the middle of nowhere. 
so I do get them being a little upset about not being allowed to live in that nice little house in development. But also definitely get no one wanting to be neighbors of them. That's very fair. So you don't know of any specific prices on people's heads, a list of people they might want to have taken out, or someone the stranger might have hired them to take out, no? A couple of old men. There's a handful of other people. I didn't catch any names. I was trying to not listen too closely, but if anyone's in particular has been sniffing around, this is kind of a sudden movement. I don't know they were going to be moving this quickly, but something's changed in the past 24 hours that got, that's got him on edge. Got it. All right, well, thank you for all of your help. I am going to let you go because I'm going to have to go deal with it. Okay, we'll talk soon, though. And I think Millie just hangs up and turns back to the room at large and says, Well, the outsiders are in with the stranger. The stranger is trying to take down anybody who might threaten his little power moves. And apparently there's some old men that the wolves aren't too happy about. And obviously they don't like the... the inside the city wolves, so everything here is bad is the answer. There's swearing coming from the room Theo's in. They can still be bought off. Calm down. They still work for money. I think they're also working for grudges. Did Javier say what the payout was that they what they were offered? Controlling interest in Oak Ridge. <laughs> They were offered power and the chance to take out their grudges, but Javier was also trying not to listen too closely, you see. Angel, dear, I'm sorry I don't think we've got that kind of pull. That trick you do with the staff, can you put other things in that place or is it stick only? It's staff only. Okay. It's a particular quality of it. In that case, the book that you were examining earlier, burn that quickly here. Hmm, right. You look over and Lisa's already shoveling things into the fireplace. Millie, do you think that you can get Theo and Angel someplace safe? Now, I... Isabel, you seem competent. Would you be able to get someplace that's out of the way to avoid things if I were to draw off a portion of the pack? Yes, I can also change a bit of what they see or sense to some extent, so I could help distract part of them as well. Yes, I'm familiar, and I would appreciate your help in that. Hmm. Millie, the mortals are vulnerable. This ain't my first rodeo, honey. All the same. You and Theo and, and Angel. Angel, you'll obviously be able to help, but I don't know what good Theo is going to do. Political connections are uh, no substitute for a sharp stick in situations like these. I have a plan that is, yes, perhaps a little reckless, but will draw off a portion of the pack. And then if you can get the rest of them out of here, if you both, including Angel, can get Theo out of here and to someplace safe, we'll have to go from there. 
Certainly. Should I take them to your store or my theater? Which one would be closer, do you think? I've also got an apartment nearby that none of them should know about. Yes, but neither of us know about it either. Oh, that's true. As you're debating where to disappear to, there's a knock on the back door. Take them to my shop. I will meet you there. Sounds like a plan. It's a very polite knock. Should I go answer the door, or are you going to do that? I've got it, don't worry. Wonderful. So, yeah, and then Winward's just going to go, and uh, I presume Lisa's there as well? Yeah, Lisa will probably follow weapon drawn, but trying not to be obvious about it, providing backup. Gotcha. Once we're positioned so that she's in a position where she's like out of sight but can swing in when we're is there a do- is there a window I can look out there's like an interior door and then like a almost like glass screen door mm-hmm. so you are able to see when goes up to the door and then uh, takes a minute to compose himself and then says no, no thank you we're not interested thank you Bayo, stick close to me will you I think you're going to want to hear what I have to say. She's just an ordinary looking dude. Yes, we, uh, we're well aware of who we're voting for and have everything that we could possibly need on this earth. Thank you for uh, dropping by and have a lovely evening. And then uh, goes to shut the door again. Would you like to roll to figure someone out? Would love to. This very dumb gambit here. Says an eight. All right, on a seven to nine, they ask one of you as well, so you get to ask two. Let's go with who's this character's beef with. As you're trying to politely shoo them away, there's more howling just sporadically, and every time there's howl, they look like they're starting to get nervous or antsy about how close that's getting, so... Whether it's a beef or they just don't like the wolves. Winward will open the door and pull him inside. We haven't a lot of time. Speak quickly. I am here to collect Mr. Marin. Collect and take him where? You expecting company, Marin. Somewhere safe. Neutral territory. Neutral territory. Like looking at him, can I get a sense of who is pulling this character's strings? Yeah. The way this person's dressed and, like, some of, the, like, the pins that they have on their jacket. They work for Cole. This person is definitely connected with Cole. Okay. It narrows down the neutral territory most likely means the mom's place. See, we just have an absolute surfeit of allies here, which is nice. It's making things complicated as to what the safest place is going to be. Not even the outsiders will start shit there. I take him to the mom's. Okay. What sort of transport do you have? I've got my car parked a couple blocks away. It's a pretty straight shot. Two houses down. Okay. It's able to park in the driveway. They're on vacation. Pretty straight shot through some back alley areas. I'll escort you. Okay. Same. How much room you've got in your car? 
Oh, I just meant to the car. Oh, no. I don't want to let this idiot out of my sight. Fair. Besides, I'm overdue for a visit with the moms. We've got room. We can take you. The moms are prepared for many guests tonight. Amazing. Then I would love to come with you. Very well. Before they make it out the door, I, I had another idea. Isabel, you can change a face, right? Mm. Can you take on the appearance of someone else? Because if we got two Marins... I can. It's It takes a lot of energy, so I'm not sure how I'd be able to get back, but it's definitely possible. I go a different direction than all of you, and then... Well... The problem at that point is trying to figure out how to get back safe, how to be safe as well, and I don't know where this neutral territory is, so. Well, if Millie goes with the real Marin, I'll accompany you. I know, I know the mums. Also, I'm just going to say, living in Ogridge, you know the moms. Everyone knows the moms. There's a lesbian and mortal couple, no one nexus with their territory. There is no fighting. It is completely neutral. It is a safe space for anyone. Angel dislikes dealing with immortals. These are really likable immortals. How dare. <laughs> I'm so offended. Vampires are different. The irony of I think you're in a room full of people, aside from Lisa, who are functionally immortal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I mean immortal immortals, not... Vampire imp fae. I'm going to say at this point, Theo has packed up his stuff and is ready to go put actual shoes on now, because he probably had, like, slippers on. Winward, have you put your shoes back on yet? Yeah, presumably I've got them on by this point. If you all want to get to the vehicle, I will make my way to the mom's. Perhaps see if I, uh, if necessary, I'll uh, run distraction for you little bit of interference that I can do. It's been a few minutes of talking and planning, and the howling is getting closer. Time to go? Time to go. Millie, you're going with the real Marin, yeah? Yes. Alright. And then me and Isabel will go out the front, they go out the back. Lisa says, pipes up and says, I'm gonna stay here. Just a place I can hide out and surprise any assholes who break into here and I'm gonna need to be here to help coordinate the response with the rest of the pack. Alright, I'll leave you to it. I'll see you at the mums. We will see you at the mums. Winward reaches into, so it's just like, oh yes, one more thing. Reaches into their uh, box of buttons and pulls out an escape key and hands it to Lisa. A good way to get out, if ever there was one. And then uh, heads out to their car. With no further explanation. We see Lisa staring vaguely confused at this before she just goes to wherever she's gonna be hi like hiding out, waiting for the attack, and like closes one door, like sticks it on another door that goes to a closet, like it. Magic is weird. And I picture as the two as both groups are leaving, the camera kind of like pans out and up, and we see both parties leaving through opposite doors and let's start with I believe Isabel you do need to do a 
do you need to do a roll to see if you can do the face change? Yeah, well, it's actually part of let it out. So, yeah. So I would think Isabel would like to... I guess they shook hands with Marin, or she shook hands with Marin, right? Yeah, we can say you have at some point. Good, because it has to be someone that you've previously touched. Alright, that's a nine. Not great, but not bad. Yeah, partial success appear to others as someone you have previously touched. I don't know how the partial success for let it out works. That means you do have to mark a corruption point. Yeah. If you get a full success, you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to hit mark corruption, activate the ability. The MC will tell you how the effect is costly, limited, or unstable. As you do this, you can tell, you know when things really, really work or when they just work. It does stay steady. But you do know there's a little piece of this disguise that's missing and you're not sure what it is. It's not to do with the appearance, though. You do, as far as anyone can tell, look like Theo Marin. As you are walking out one door with who? It's Angel and Isabel, yes? Yes, so we've got the team distraction and then Millie is going with Marin out the back door while y'all go out the front? I think so. I know we literally just said this, but I've already forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> and then where's Windward going? Windward's getting into her car. You go out the side door. Yep, just out the <laughs> side door. Windward's being obvious. Gets out and hops in their car, and they are going to take a deep and steadying breath, and I am also going to let it out. That is a seven on that let it out to use the new move that I took that will let me create a glamour. Illusion that fools the senses doesn't necessarily last super long, but it's compelling. And what I create, somehow the night just seems a little brighter and there's like a slight light shines from behind Windward's glasses and a simulacrum of Theo appears in the passenger seat of Winward's car as they pull out of the driveway and start driving away in the opposite direction where everybody else is headed. This is just a fun visual of the camera. Like, we see the three cars all go in different ways. And I mark two corruption. Dang. Oh, wow. boy. Damn. Should I also roll for my corruption move, or my uh, let it out move? You're not, like, actively using it yet? The idea is just to create an opportunity for escape, though. Gotcha, okay. I feel like that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, and the wolves have probably gotten pretty close. There's about three of them, and as these cars, all three cars, start and begin to move, we just see these three big, hungry-looking wolves just all stop and, like, look up. And then they kind of look at each other. Each looks at a different car and they start chasing, howling along the way. I would like to think that part of how Millie creates this escape is by just like chucking Theo over her shoulder because no one's going to look for him chucked over her shoulder because that's so undignified and no old man would allow himself. 
<laughs> I can't hide his face. I can't make him look like someone else, but that'll do. You're also really fucking fast. You can fireman's carry. Yeah, I'm strong. I'm fast. Let's go. <laughs> and you're tiny, too, so they'll probably think, oh, that's the glamoured one, obviously. Absolutely. So I rolled an eight, which means I still have to mark corruption. But it does work, and you get to decide how it is costly. That's a fun cost for a vampire. Yo, I'm real hungry. Please don't eat the man we're protecting. I wasn't gonna. <laughs> but it's just one of those things. Cole's guy is right there. <laughs> oh. Cole feeds her. Yeah, Cole is, like, really nice to me. What is Cole's guy in his name, by the way? <laughs> he never introduced himself. No one asked. Okay, well, I'm asking because I'm going with him, so it's kind of important for me to know. Hey, Cole's friend, what's your name? You can just call me Alex. He says he's starting to hurry towards the car. He's got... Pulls a pocket knife out of his pocket and starts, like, twirling it around like someone who is very familiar with how to handle a pocket knife. Oh, bless. I'm a vampire with a gun, but sure, bring your pocket knife. <laughs> Maybe a special pocket knife. Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Cole's people are pretty aware of things that are going on, so... That's good. Alright, so we make it to the car, I assume. Yeah. I'm picturing you, like, you actually pick up Alex, too. It's just like, you've got you've got Theo under one arm and Alex on the other, and you're just, like, fucking booking it. <laughs> Great. Love it. Jump yeah. over a whole-ass block or something. It's only two doors down. The, the wolf does chase you for a bit, but... It just stops, and you can hear it sniffing. Getting the scent. Oh. Then it leaves and turns to go after someone else. It's my perfume. It's really good. It's really strong. You don't need much of it, but it lasts all day. Uh, yep, and could make you easy to track. To find later. Later is a problem for later, Millie. <laughs> <laughs> you dump one person in the car and then you dump the other person in the car and then you pop in, the doors are slammed, car turns on and you take off. I do dump Alex in the driver's seat because I don't drive anything this ugly. <laughs> it is a very nondescript, kind of beat up looking car that no one would look twice at. Like a four-door sedan? Yeah. The fabric on the roof is starting to sag a bit in Ugh. the middle. It smells just a little funny in here. Oh, de funyun. <laughs> hey, I don't judge what you choose to do with your free time. You don't judge what you do in my car. All right, so, and then pulls up his phone, taps on some things, and you see there is a map app, but it doesn't seem to be directing towards specific place that every once in a while it, it's almost like the route keeps changing as he's taking a very indirect way to get there at one point you probably like get out and change cars as he goes to pick up someone else and you're in a nicer car that doesn't smell like Funyuns Millie rejoices and at some point in the night you are able to make it to the mom's house 
Wonderful. And now let's check on Angel and Isabel. Tempest Malta is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is an actual play podcast using Urban Shadows 2E Quick Start Guide, and it's set once again in the town of Oak Ridge, Tennessee. I am your keeper and producer. My name is Zadkiel, or just Zad. In this game, I am going to be playing Windward Pudge, and they are using the Imp playbook. Hi there, I'm Maria Perry. I'm playing Millie Elza, your local vampy vampire. I am Ava Rogers. I will be playing Angel Big, the Sworn. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.com.